Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast, and this is a pretty cool one. This is on location from the fourth edition of Red Bull Imagination. Uh, we were lucky enough to be invited out by the team at Red Bull to uh, witness the spectacle for ourselves, and man, we had such a, an awesome week. It, it's such a family event. All the riders um, are super close, and even just the event staff, like the the family that, that runs the ranch, the, the La Roches, so just such a cool vibe anytime you are at the E3 ranch. So we were able to do an on-location podcast, and uh, we had a couple pretty cool guests sit and, and have a bit of a hang. Uh, the first two is Twitch and Matto, maybe the best duo of all time to put on a microphone. Uh, they're also team captains in this year's new team format, so kind of got the lowdown on the week with those guys, how the team selection process went and uh, and how the event's going to run. And then the man himself, Tyler Berriman, was joining us with Vicky Golden, the woman herself. Uh, and then Jason Baker jumped in for a little bit of a seat towards the end. So, yeah, it was really cool to get the chance to, I guess, be right there in the moment with these guys uh, and talk about some pretty epic riding. I feel like Red Bull Imagination is the place where... Probably the gnarliest riding on a dirt bike goes down all year. Those guys are definitely pushing the envelope every single time uh, that they hit that place. So, But before we get into this episode, just some words from our sponsors. And our first sponsor today is the team at Manscaped. You still need to care for your favorite hog with Manscaped. There is nothing wrong with growing out a new coat of manly chest hair to keep warm this winter it's only an issue when you grow some matching fur panties stop letting the curly cues down there cover up the stars of the show with manscaped performance package 4.0 join the 8 million men and 16 million nuts worldwide who already use manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code gypsy gang for 20 percent off plus free shipping Gentlemen, winter is not a time to get complacent and being the kind of man who is well-groomed from the waist down is to be a confident man. And I have Manscaped to thank for giving me Jet Lawrence-type confidence after going 8-0 to kick off the season. Grab your ghoulies, their new best mate, with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 4.0, waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine, and their skin-safe tech will stop you from tearing your pubes to shreds. Inside the Performance Package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant Moisturizer. Just because it's cold doesn't mean those boys don't get smelly. And you can't forget about the Manscaped boxes that come with the kit. Don't let your boys hang out in the cold. Manscaped's dual pouch will make sure your gems are nestled safe and comfortable. And they round out the package with the Weed Whacker 2.0 because no one likes ear and nose hair. 
Plus, you get a shared travel bag to hold all of your new goodies. Do yourself a favor, get the best pack for your sack with the Performance Package 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GYPSYGANG at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping with the code GYPSYGANG at manscaped.com. We're also brought to you by the team at Fist Handwear, the best gloves in the game. I've been logging more laps than I ever have in my entire life right now. And I literally only have the one pair of gloves. Not being in the Gold Coast, I can't just roll on into the into the warehouse and get new pairs whenever I want. But it's pretty crazy when you own a pair of Fist gloves. Uh, you really don't need to have that many. I've been running the same set moto after moto and i absolutely love them i'm a lifer with fist uh and look i think you should be too you can head to fisthandwear.com and use the code gypsy gang to get 15 percent off your order we're also brought to you by the guys at dixonquality.com.au the best flannels in the game make sure you head to their website they're dropping new stuff every single week uh and we're also brought to you by the guys at tropical auto group and if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, then you cannot buy anything without picking up the phone and calling Kyle. Kyle's been keeping us moving for the past three years, and count as well as countless other members of the Gypsy Gang. Tropical Auto Group in Rockhampton stock Ford, Mitzi, Kia, Isuzu, and Great Wall. For the last month, uh, last 12 months, we've been wheeling that all-new D-Max. If you're looking for a new work for Ute or play, I can't recommend that rig enough and we've driven that thing from melbourne cape york just recently did a trip to millsies in townsville uh and it's safe to say she passes the test every single time so make sure you head to tropicalauto.com and ask for kyle to get a 500 gift voucher from mx store with the purchase of a new or used car without any further ado uh i bring you this episode on location live from red bull imagination all right we are rolling here in a field in kansas city at the e3 ranch i'm joined with uh two of my friends robbie madison and jeremy twitch stenberg uh they happen to be team captains of uh this new red bull imagination format uh, they've been rivals for a really long time now, so it just makes sense to keep the ball rolling on that. Honestly, but, uh, rivals with every single thing we do. Uh-huh. Everything. We're, we're driving home from, from dinner together <laughs> at a restaurant, <laughs> racing. <laughs> <laughs> to My every- wife's always yelling at me, you don't have to beat him at this, too. I'm like, yes, I do. And then his wife's yelling at him in the other car. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and both our wives' last names are Sanders. There's too much stuff in common. It's <laughs> crazy. That is a trip. Yeah, it we is. both have kids with the same birthday, just same one birthday. year apart. Like, yeah, it's like we're related, but we're not. You're the Aussie Twitch, and he's the American Maddo. That's that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, Something but, like that. but he's more of an asshole. Yeah, totally. He's I'm like a, I'm like the nice asshole. Too. <laughs> See what I mean? This Full is the shit. shit I get to deal with. That's why he's got tough stickers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. It's already uh, getting to a good start. Yeah, we're, we're in. So, yeah, uh, Rob, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, competing against each other. You with, <laughs> so, competing with each other without even getting on a bike, probably a first for you guys. But can you explain oh, how the format works? Wait, before, like, did he say I was the pussy? 
I don't know. Because I brought a bike. Oh, you know, yeah, you did. You flipped some shit. Too. Yeah, you know, I just, I just had to beat Robbie at something. I had to give you one, man. By, <laughs> by default. <laughs> yeah. So how's this format work, boys? I'm still kind of confused on how it works. They kind of get it. It's like a team deal. Like we have guys that we send out and girls for like speed and style, big dogs, creative whip. line, best whip, best whip, and then, and then like a team overall impression of like everyone riding together. Um, I like it though. It's like yeah, because like you say, it was kind of confusing at first. It was like, wait, aren't they meant to be competing against each other? But the vibe it's brought is really cool. Like everyone's brought together. Like there's not so much everyone worrying about competing against mm. everyone. It's more of a team thing. But everyone's pulled together. It's cool because with the course this gnarly, this dangerous, you don't want everyone to be pushing the absolute limit. They can all focus on what their specialities yep. are. Which just brings a whole nother level to it. It's it's a good vibe we got going on this weekend. It, it's so hard to be really good at everything you do out here this mm. week because there is a lot of jumps and there's a lot of different options, a lot of different lines. Some are tricky, so I think it takes a lot of pressure off being part of a team because you're like, hey, I'm not feeling this section, and can someone else do this section for me? And all, I feel good over here. You know what I mean? So it's like it's more of like a a fun like when it's, whenever it's a team thing, it's more fun for sure. Yeah, and then, like, with riding, like, I think there's always stages, you know. Like, some people, you can look at them, like, they're more comfortable with big dogs, like, big jumps, yeah. you know. Like, McCarty was here before, Julian, Van Stippen, obviously, Tyler. You know, they, there's certain people, Hill, they can just go out and just, you know, smack big ones. It's no thing. And there's other people that are just used to different facets of they're racing. They're, like, more and, techie yeah. and more, like, on that kind of flowy, yeah. creative side. So, it kind of yeah. takes the pressure off certain people because they're like, oh, I can focus on a whip sweet i don't have to go and jump all the big dogs and compete against these gnarly guys in that category i can just shine the light on what i like which i really like that part of it because i think it's taking the pressure off a lot of people and allows everyone to kind of focus on their strengths and it's yeah. been cool to kind of watch people break off into their groups as well and you know like you i mean everyone at this is the kind of event where everyone is going to help everyone but this year it seems like it's that's kind of taken to a, a whole new level like Tyler and Pat yesterday were kind of like running each other into a bunch of different jumps and figuring out timing and stuff like that so yeah I think it, it has added a, a super cool dynamic and it's cool as well to see like the progression of the event itself like we're four years in and it's I think that that speaks to the level at which this is like a by rider four rider type of event you know <coughs> Well, it, for the past three years, all the riders, like, the funnest shit that they do is riding with the with all of each other throughout yeah, the week. Through and the like week. like you said, you see Beerman towing Patrick and you see Patrick towing me and you see someone, you know, like everyone's helping each other. And, and throughout the week, I feel like that's like the funnest part, but it's so hard to capture that and sell to a company like, hey, this is what should be filmed as mm. this stuff, not yeah. the contest. The contest is kind of like, it's like the serious day like no one's laughing no one's smiling no one's like happy everyone's like on edge i gotta i gotta get my thoughts right and i gotta get a rundown where more of like throughout the week it's like yo come follow me off this hey let's let's transfer this let's hit these two lines and see if we can meet up together and and i feel like with like the team and, and the rundown of how the show is this year it's going to be more like that so it was definitely cool last night they sold some VIP tickets and the fans got to come out and see part of that yeah, of like what yeah. we get to feel like when, when I get out to Kansas, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a fun week. Like the camaraderie between all the riders, just everyone having fun, helping each other and just doing cool shit and being pumped for each other. Not like 
fuck, he just flipped that. Now what am now I going to do? do? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, fuck, yeah, that's sick. All right, I'm going to try that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. And, and you're not, like, pissed that someone did it. You're, like, stoked for them. So it's it's cool to actually see you're that like, part of it. I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so it's definitely cool to see, and, and, and I like more of the route that this contest has started to go towards because, like I said, the last three years, all of us were, like, we get back to the barn and everyone's like, oh, my God, today was the sickest fucking day ever on a dirt bike. Like, it was so cool watching them two ride together or everyone ride together. So to actually have that as in kind of part of the contest, it's it's definitely cool to see. I really like that. So do you want to break down for people listening uh, who you picked on your team and then we'll go through your team, Robbie, like who you picked and why? I heard there was a little bit of tomfoolery perhaps with the <laughs> coin toss. I don't know how you fuck a coin toss up, but apparently it happened. Maddo and Hog can fuck up a coin toss anytime. Maddo, not not really Maddo. Maddo's just like, Thank yeah, you. okay, cool. Like, yeah, it was all Hog. You know, funny, I mean? like Hog messed it up. He, what happens if viewers you're following? Hog did the coin toss. Jeremy called tails. I called heads. It landed on tails. He looked at me. and goes, "All right, Maddo, you pick first. Jeremy's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> so I the, just said tails. He's like, "No, you didn't. You said heads." Yeah. He, so he says that, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll start again." So then he does another coin toss, lands on heads. He's like, "Maddo, you go first. So and then, I, and he's as like, he's tossing just the coin, win? I'm confused as hell. I'm like, "Didn't I just win the coin toss?" You know what I mean? And and the hard thing is too, it's like, there's ten people here. You know what I mean? And each person has an equal. So it's like you can't have all those one. You can't have all the heavy hitters on one team. Yeah. You need to have a heavy hitter on each single team for each single category. And when me and Rob were looking at it, we were like, okay, we got we got Cole and maybe Vicky for creative lines. We have Speed and Style is going to be Evans and Hill. So we can't pick them on the same team. You know yeah. what I mean? And then we all went over all this stuff. And then I almost was like went against everything we said in the meeting <laughs> upstairs before we came down when there was two more to pick. I saw Beerman was the last guy. And I'm like, well, if I pick them – He's going to get Beerman and I'm going to get him. And I'm like, I might just fuck this all up right now and just take Beerman and just like <laughs> throw this whole thing in a loop. But I was like, I'll stay on course to what we talked about upstairs and I will get fucked. But it is what it is. <laughs> he likes getting fucked. <laughs> hey, uh, the thing though is like old Jeremy would have been like, no, fuck this. I'm taking Beerman. And <laughs> yeah. then so like he tried to for once play the be role. Be an adult. Be yeah, an adult. Yeah, and then yeah. he totally got screwed. And at the end of it, I was like, if this footage airs showing what happened, they're going to think for sure that, like, Hog was, Hog was like, yeah. trying to rig it for me. <laughs> and I even, like, we shared a room the other night, and I was like, I was wondering if Hog, like, if, if, he's, if he's super smart, because I just kind of clicked on me. Maybe he was, like, on top of this, and he meant to do that. And I, was like, and I asked him, I was like, do you mean that? And he's like, no, nah, it's just the way it went out. So it was a total fluke, but yeah, the way it all landed, up. the cards fell in my hand. I had a solid team. I had four of the top guys that were in best whip in Ed X Games in, on one team. <laughs> and he actually conceded defeat. He's like, walks up to me after he goes, hey, good job, you won. But congratulations, Matt. I don't yeah. want to do this, but congratulations, buddy. <laughs> but now the table's turning, unfortunately, to Brian. He's uh, up in the university hospital right now, which is a huge bummer for this whole yeah. event. Yeah. But to, as the ball goes on, the, as this show rolls on, he got to choose someone, steal them from my team because we kind of we, we had to even out the happened. teams because it wasn't, it was too off with me losing a guy. Yeah, and then him having four of the best ones here, it was kind of like we both talked like, hey, like let's even this contest out so there's actually a contest because if he went out and won both of the first two categories it's then like pretty it's much over you know what i mean so it's best there's five categories yeah and if you win three of those categories game over yeah so it was like let's even this out and he like he's like pick anyone you want off my team and and i was sitting there it was a hard pick because i wanted beerman and i wanted julian and i wanted Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh at the end of the day i was like i 
overall watching everyone ride like and Julian being on the podium last year I'm like I'm going with Julian like I just love that dude's style he's like crazy he's style. super smooth he's super sick he goes for it when he needs to like so to have him on my team to equal that out I was pretty stoked so for me watching this is my first time at the event physically uh, but obviously followed it every year it seems like the progression of what you would call like this new era of freestyle between year one and now is pretty insane like you could see the first year it was very intimidating like these are the best riders in the world like they're handpicked to be at this this event but it seems like this year man it everyone has just stepped up so much i, I think what's good about this year is like and we talked about this before how you start talking because i'm about to sneeze i don't know what the hell you're gonna say so i'll wait for you to sneeze come on come on get it out you jackass <laughs> We can wait. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. He's back. All right, we're back. What I was going to say is a good thing about the rider selection this year is all these guys have a motocross background. Yep. And I think with the way the sport's gone recently, it's kind of moved away from just like that traditional 75-foot, you know, just scenario. Just the ramps. Yeah, and then, I mean, back in the day, we were talking like this course reminds us of the early days of freestyle motocross when we had Dude to and we had these gnarly yeah. courses. Red Bull X-Fighters, Gravity yep. Games. But they were like, expensive courses to build yeah. you know and and they were only there for one night yeah. yeah so it just kind of like it, it made sense for a minute and then when when you know everything changed and live events whatever try you had to get a certain amount of people into the door to be able to pay for that so that just didn't become realistic for our sport so then obviously it went down to just demos and then you go to like a freestyle comp just like it's just going to be standard jumps because it's a cost thing so to have a course built like this it's stayed here it's, it's now in its fourth year it's evolved so much in four years and the level of riders come out here, you couldn't invite every good freestyle rider because you're probably putting a lot of them in danger, you know? But yeah. I think there's still all, arguably a lot of people that would come here and, and crush it. But yeah. to and, and go off what you said, like 100%, some of the world's best riders here on, on free riding and, and to be able to get over this course and to see all of them out there is awesome. But obviously, you know, Vicky's crushing it. Like where she jumps and she just whips it flat and you're like, I'm like, damn, that's a chick. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's insane. It's so man. crazy. But, you know, like, you know, Julian, I um, mean, everyone, everyone's got strengths. Everyone's ripping it. And there's been other people that aren't even in the competition. A lot of them, some of the kids riding here are too young, but yeah. they've been crushing it. Yeah. And they're all vibing off each other. And then the course, like, they've got some of these really steep hip jumps out there on, in the in the free ride section. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely evolved and the level's gone up. And with the way this event's structured now the fun side of it's coming through it's it's really yeah. in a really cool spot this this year and like you said too with like the riders this year i think i think in the very beginning of this contest it's like you didn't really want too many freestyle guys here because it was more of like a free ride event yeah and if a gnarly freestyle dude came here and did a trick on every jump that's who's gonna win you know yeah, what i mean so yeah. it had to like i think it evolved over the few the, the last three years and i think where we're at now this year was pretty stacked for the freestyle to have having and, and, and I think two of the gnarliest dudes that were here this weekend were um, Julian and McNarls. Yeah. Like, I was like, these dudes are going to battle. Like, if Julian does something, McCarty's going to do it. If McCarty does it, Julian's going to do it. And, you know, with McCarty getting hurt, ended up breaking his pelvis and his femur. He already had surgery. I talked to him this morning. He's good. He's like, I'm just I'm just bummed I'm not there. He's like, I've been looking forward to this event for years. Yeah, it's he's like, built and for I, him, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I blew it. You know what I mean? But that's the thing with these contests is like when you want to win you look at something you're like i got i got to jump this because i want to have one up on these guys and no one was looking at that jump like yeah and it's like it's not 
when you're riding on an alley course like this, if you get the vibe like, oh, I'm going to jump this thing, you kind of want to get it out of the way. Yeah. But on the other side of it is you could wait because you might not need it. It's like a chess game, you know, but your chess game is like literally your health and safety for the rest of your life. So it's yeah. like, it's gnarly. He was feeling it in hindsight. You know, he was trying something that had never been done yet, you know, and, he, yeah. and you know, I think he probably could have waited a little bit and just processed it and maybe thought about is the jump before it set up right? Am I going to get enough power? I mean, now we know the answer to that question. See, that's that's us adult. Uh, that's us older adult uh, talking. Gentlemen. But when we were in our <laughs> yeah. prime and we our contest days, I would look at something and I'm like, I want to jump this, and then I'd like go to turn to look at something else. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about this. I need to tackle this, and then I can move on to that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I get where McNarls is coming from. He wants to win, so he's like, I'm going to jump this. You know and you know, it, it's easy to sit here and say later on when we're in our forties, yeah. like, "Oh, you should have waited." But would we have waited? Fuck no, yeah. we wouldn't have waited. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're going for it. Like, we're taking that risk, and and that's the risk we we all take. That we all know every single day when we get on our bikes. So, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just not only that there's like the sports at the point where I mean, it's been there for a long time. But the flip side of it, if things go wrong, it's like it could be a bigger deal. But no one's thinking like that out there. Everyone's just like they're in the moment. They're vibing. They're the course is built really well. It's safe. Like, there was everything there. Like, he gave it everything he, he like, had to get over that jump. And it was so, just three to four feet enough. too yeah. short. Yeah. It was really close to pulling off. And there was a pretty good headwind off and on going when he was taking test runs. And, yeah, it's just – it is what it is. You know what I mean? It, stuff happens. It's motorcycles. And at least everyone – at least he got his crash on camera. You know, yeah. like, it <laughs> yeah. sucks when you have a really gnarly crash and nobody gets it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen so many angles of this crash. And – I'm 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 not stoked, but like it's gonna be cool to see when he actually posts it and tell his story of like you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I asked him this morning. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I got a couple of clips. You want to see? He's like, nah. He's like, they want me to wait to post it anyway. So he's like, I don't even want to see it right now. He's like, yeah. Hit me up next week. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the flip side of it is, if he makes that jump yesterday, that shit is going heavily viral. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Nar. It was a nar. It was. I don't know how big the first jump was. It had to have been 65, maybe 70 feet into like a 157 foot gap like over the fast house tower super blind you can't see oh, the landing like yeah the jump was sick when we were looking at it i was like there's no way of like even you can't speed run it no. I mean, it's one of those ones yeah. that's just, it's all in or not so you know when you're off the lip like oh. uh-oh and yeah. the fact oh. that he was like processing to do that at that point i was like there's so many other jumps out here you could go and you know but he was right. looking for something gnarly and and, and he found it and they don't call him McNarls for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you... Like, if he had it, have pulled that, he probably would have flipped it really soon. Dude, after. he was so close to being perfect. And literally, like, it was like a three-foot window of, like, not hitting that little knuckle. You know what I mean? And it was just a harsh landing. And when his, when his arm blew off, it was just there was nothing he could do. Yeah. So... So what's the... You're probably a great person to speak to on this. But what's that thought process when you're lining up a jump that these jumps here it's not there's not a tabletop like you can't half jump, you know what I mean you can't half jump it you can't test the lip at other than just rolling it so it's like what is that thought process and that thought process and like where is your head at like if you put yourself in McNall's body yesterday yeah I think like as a rider you know you think about the lip and then the distance you know, two things you want to know and, and, and assess right you look at the lip and you're like oh yeah that lip's kind of like the one jump mm. I did here so you're like going back to like what you've experienced before and you know for the most part you know what your bike can do in second gear flat out how far it jumps third gear flat out you look at the distance like alright well I know this is a third gear jump or maybe this is a fourth gear 
like barely on it or third gear pinned, you know, so you kind of know the wheelhouse of what you need to do and then you kind of carry some speed over it and you feel like, oh, it's setting up, I think I can carry fourth or maybe it's third or whatever it is. And so that's kind of the thought process is you just, you have to be calibrated pretty much at the end of the day. You want to be on point with your bike, knowing how far it can go. You want to go and hit some bigger jumps and get the feel. And I think the people who are, you know, like McNiles and, and uh, Julian and TB, like they're free riding guys. They're going out yeah. there. They're, they're not just hitting a 75 foot jump all the time then have this freak ability yeah. where they can go and judge these jumps. They have it from past experience. So it really comes down to your experience and, like, and how fresh that is and how much you trust yourself that your, your calibration's right. And a lot of times too, like when you see someone eyeing up a jump, it's because they in their head think they, they can, can jump, jump that jump. That jump. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is go over and like, lower their confidence and be like i don't know i don't think you got it man and then that's in their head the <laughs> yeah. whole time it's like when i see beerman or axel or someone like that eyeing something up and they're asking me questions like i'm watching them take test runs and they're like what do you think like i'll be straight up like i think you need to go faster i'm like dude if i was gonna hit it i would hit it like that you know but i'm not 100 percent. it's you're the one who has that feeling and and being a rider and and coming from that background and wanting to do big jumps when you turn that corner, you know that feeling of like, oh, fuck, I got this, you know? Yeah. And 95% of the time, it works out. Yeah. So it's always on you. It's not really on anyone else. Like, someone can come up and tell you, yeah, you got it, or no, you don't. But it's like in your head, you know if you have it or if you don't. Yeah. So it for me, it's hard for me to be like, hey, I don't think you should jump this right now. I'm like, hey, if you're confident in doing it, let's go. Like, what, what do you need for me to help you? Like, because I don't want to lower someone's confidence right before they go do something gnarly, you know? Yeah. So when you oh. how how much does the uh like the actual track build come into it as well because the from being here and and watching the guys ride yesterday it it seems like to my eye that Baker builds jumps a certain way and that it's like okay this is a second gear jump and you need to hammer it on the lip and you're gonna make it and it's like this is a third gear jump so it seems as well like there's uh, a bit of trust that these guys put in yeah. in baker when it comes to like making these lips making these landings and they kind of can have confidence that if i'm in this gear on a 450 wide open at this time like i can make the jump i so. think from experience like because i've ridden i rode last year and then i rode this year and baker once you hit one of baker's lips you've almost hit all of his lips he builds mm. them all very similar so it's it, safe. Yeah, then you, it like, once you safe. know how that lip's kicking, you're like, okay, cool. All the lips look the same. They're either second gear or third gear or fourth gear, just bigger, you know what I mean, in, in distance. And that's and that's all on you, like, getting your bike to go from A to B. But once those lips are built, they're good. And, and if, if he needs to tune them in and someone's not liking something, he'll go in there and he'll fix it, fix it for you because he wants you to feel as comfortable as you can. And, and that's what was crazy about that big 185-foot gap Beerman boosted yesterday is, like, he hit the big 140 down below on the other side of the course. And they're like, okay, it's at this degree. And then he took over the degree finder to that other lip, and he's like, man, this thing's like four degrees steeper, mm. but it's 80, 60 feet longer. Let's 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 take some angle out of it and mellow it out, so we know you're gonna get the distance, not the height, you know. And I just think with with how long Baker and Beerman have been doing this together, like they just look at each other and they know they just like yeah. three degrees, two degrees, like they just on the same level when it comes to building jumps like that. And and I think I think that's what gives Beerman the most confidence is knowing every jump that Baker's ever built him has been really gnarly. Like the gnarly ones that he does, like the one that was out at the sandbox when he did his Red Bull video that one year Dude. over like the whole track. You know what I mean? And and they were getting ready to go tell him, hey, maybe you shouldn't jump this. And he just comes around the corner, fourth gear wide open and barely greases it. So to have that much confidence in a builder is something that you need. And, and I think 
with him and Red Bull working with them, the lat we're with Baker and his in his his team the last few years, like they have that confidence of like, oh okay, just take it two degrees and Beerman's like, okay, I'll just click third and hold it wide. Like that's a lot of trust. Is it the first and time it, we've seen oh sorry, you go, finish that. You guys right? You want me to just let you guys have this conversation? <laughs> 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 just, just um, I was Have you got anything to add, Robbie? I'd like to, yeah. Because <laughs> I've been right, Twitch Jason? nailed that answer, so. <laughs> Well, what I wanted to add was just the landings, you know. He, he's really good with his landings. He builds safe landings, you know. And it's like, uh, even with McNiles, like ha- having that landing in the dirt where it is on the course, is, there's so many jumps that jump to that piece of dirt. So, yeah. you know, he's, he just, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He builds safe stuff and, and you know, Obviously, Jeremy mentioned it, but like all his lips are good. It's not like you got like this thing's dangerous or whatever. Like that's just not on his courses. So yeah. everything's pretty much within a similar angle, and and then ultimately these these uh, landings, some of them are forgiving, but like he's tuning that place the whole time. Like when Tyler did do that 180, and they changed the lip, he also changed after he jumped it. He went and changed the the landing, the whole landing, yeah. and changed yeah. like it all looks the same shape, but it, it's it's actually. He made it safer, so he's he's dialed in, and he's. I mean, obviously, his main goal is to make this place as gnarly, but as safe gnarly as possible. And he's yeah, doing a great job. I was gonna say it's as safe as it can be, but once the riders get out there, it's as dangerous as they want to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they see some stuff, like I'm gonna jump from here to there. You're like, where? They're like, over the house, over like like 600 yards that way. I, was, I had to ask Robbie. I'm like. All right, so there's a landing. I'm like, where are they jumping to that? I feel like this year it's so compact, and there's so many options this year. Like, I don't even think we've seen half the options. Yeah. Like, I don't even. I think there's like a lot of jumps that are going to get unjumped. There yeah, is, yeah, there, there is, is for sure. For sure. Definitely needed an extra week out here because in that one zone, is there's so many landings and lips, and people are starting to do transfers, but then they kind of feel like, okay. I need to go do this because this is part of the course. So yeah, they only got a certain time limit to work with stuff, and some there's a ton of jumps you could go and jump that may not line up with their, you know, they want to set out a little run. There's a lot of jumps that might be harder to get to, but are totally possible and be fun to jump, but they yep. just don't make sense because of this cram week. They only got a certain yeah. amount of time. The it, wind it's pops hard. Up. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm say. You got to mess with the wind. You get out there early in the morning. You have that two to three hour window to mess with. Then you have your lunch. You chill. Then go back out when the wind dies down, and you have another two to three hour window before dark. And the, a lot of the riders after the first day you sit here and you watch them walk around and they're just they're hurting like yeah. they're just everyone's doing ice bars yeah like, we're like, dirt bike riders out. like you feel like absolute shit when you're done riding at the end of the day and for them to go out there and do that four days in a row have a rest day and then go compete it's like it's taking a toll on their body for sure so when you go out there you kind of have a game plan of like okay i need to work on this today yeah and then i'm gonna go have marco work on me and then i'm gonna chill and then i'm gonna come back and work on that section when i come back so yeah and there's like guys like you know, they're walking around in their street clothes. I'm like, oh, aren't you riding? I'm like, oh, I can't handle it right now. My body needs a break. So they're not like everyone's everyone's not possible to take every window to ride. Yeah. So, yeah, the off, the offside is that some jumps aren't going to get jumped. Which is crazy to, to think yeah. of with, you know, just like how long you guys are here. You know? <laughs> so that, that relationship between TB and, and Baker, is that a fairly unique relationship in free riding do you think like has there ever been a combo that's worked together that well on on something like this do you think i don't think on that level but like when we were competing back in the day when it was like um dane here on building courses like you always had a good relationship with him yeah or like all the nevada boys had a good relationship with jesse olsen when he would build our courses and like you know or brian manley or matt mccall so we mm. all kind of knew like when there was each one of those builders building certain courses, we knew like, oh, okay, 
I need to stiffen my suspension up because this dude builds lips that are bucky. Just this dude builds lips that are yeah. a little mellow. So I think over time, like you, you, you figure that out. But I don't think anyone's worked with someone as regularly and as much as as long as Beerman and Baker yeah. and his team have been working together. Because we always say Baker, but when we say Baker, it's his whole crew of guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every dude there serves a purpose, and they're all badasses on equipment. Yeah, no, they 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 fully know. It. So I, I think Baker's name gets thrown out a lot, but it's like the crew, not just Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a great job. Uh, so one of the other cool things I think with this event, and we've kind of seen over the last couple of years, especially, is like you you know like Navas coming over from from Spain, and then he's then taking what he learns here back to Spain, and then the rest of Europe. And it seems like this is kind of like a rising tide floats all boats kind of scenario. And it's like the level of riding that goes down here then kind of like leaks out into the rest of the world. And, and it's cool too because I, I feel like Beerman told me one time that he got this idea from like the Fest series. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he would go over there and check out the Fest series and he's like, we need something like that for moto, you know? And it, it's something I think all the freestyle guys have always ever talked about, about having a badass event. But to get a sponsor to come in and back your event that costs this much money to build. The first time they built this place, they were out here for like two months straight yeah. every single day. You know what I mean? Like, like this course, they came out here. I think they said September 5th and those dudes started riding September 27th, 26th, you know? So it's like, that's a lot of days. That's a lot of fuel. That's a lot of money getting spent to build something like this that gets ridden once a year yeah. for a few days. You know what I mean? So it's cool to see Beerman sponsors back him in, what he wants to do because not a lot of I don't feel like a lot of companies do that these days do you want to get in on this Rob you said enough buddy alright go fuck yourself <laughs> okay can I borrow your dildo yes <laughs> clean it before you bring it back what uh, what are you most excited for come Saturday do you think like have we seen everything that we're going to see like if you were here Thursday or do you think that there's still a lot left in the tank out here well I think ultimately we're going to see the competition, which is going to be awesome. You know, everyone's going to really start to shine and show, like, all the stuff that they can do and what they're saving up. So everyone's getting ready for that. Um, it's going to be an awesome day. I mean, at the end of the day, we have the speed and style. We're seeing these guys like Hill and Evan throw down some heaters, but, like, when they go down and actually going to throw their time, it's going to be awesome it's to see that. It's going to be gnarly. And then... I'm definitely interested to see Hill ride tomorrow because Hill didn't even ride yesterday. Mm. He flew home for... Right? He flew home yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he flew home for his chick's birthday. So he missed a whole day of practice. And, and that's a dude who's on my team who, like, he always shines out here. So I'm interested to see if he pulls out any more lines tomorrow. And then, you know, Beerman always has something up his sleeve that he just doesn't say to us. Like, yeah. So he's on us something. I think what I'm most excited for is watching the team events of, like, when was, your whole team is out there. Yeah, I was going to say that. Because, like, we have this old creativity thing where us as captains, like, kind of offer some thoughts and opinions but ultimately the riders are going to know what they want to do and what their areas are but at the end of the day when we have this teams thing it's going to be like a combination of our input and those their what they want to do and come together and create a little choreographed like the the expression that they've been using is synchronized swimming so we're yeah. going to try and use that out <laughs> in the course which is it's going to be cool to see because there's so many options there and that's like even just running a few scenarios down it's like oh that'd be so sick if they could do that <laughs> so that's going to be a highlight for sure yeah uh who's do you think is kind of like a bit of a standout performer this year that maybe you didn't expect like for me 
I feel like every time I watch Pat Evans ride, he gets like 50% better than the last time I saw him. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on with this kid right now? We've seen a lot of progression from Pat in the last month, I'd say, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of those guys just, you're like, oh, try a backflip. He's the guy that pulls it first time. Or yeah. you can pick up a guitar, jam a song out. He can just do any, like play your kid on the Xbox and smoke him. He's just one of those dudes. <laughs> he rode a couple of Nitro Circus shows with us a couple of weeks back in Huntington and, uh, we rode the first show, and then the then we had like five days off till the next weekend. He came out and rode and learned about two tricks a day because he was like, "Man, all I did was a whip and a knack knack. I got to learn some shit if I'm arriving with you guys." And he learned a bunch of cool tricks in one week. Then the next week, he's like, "Hey, Matto, I want to flip." Matto's like, "Cruise over, like I'll teach you how to flip." First go pulls it, yeah. Then like within the day, he was flipping to the dirt, and then he went seventy five, like. I, yeah, I, yeah. Sh- I shit myself when I saw him flip it. Out here. <laughs> I didn't know that he had that. And yeah. I'm like, I follow him on Instagram. I watch him ride all the time. <laughs> yeah, he crushed it. He's just a great talent. I think he's going to be a shiner. I think, uh, uh, I mean, we're Julian, we all know that he can whip huge. Yep. And um, he's got a great, you know, obviously X racing background. So he's going to shine. You wouldn't know Beerman's going to shine no matter what. So it's going to be awesome to see. Cole, Cole was looking. Everyone's going to shine. Cole's coming in seven weeks. Dude. Off a broken ankle. Yeah, this he is broke the first his, time he's ridden. first time he's touched a bike in seven weeks. And when he's, I seen him limping around, I see him going to Marcos every day before, like here. He's in a cast, like a, he's got a cast. <laughs> yeah, on like all the time when he's riding, he's casted. And uh, dude, I watched him putting some lines together the other day where I was just like, "This fucking dude is bad." Like he's just <laughs> yeah. his Creative. mind works different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he's more of a BMX guy, and it shows when he rides moto because like this the stuff he was doing the other day, like, I was watching him do like fast plant wheel taps over the 805 box sideways where everyone else is doing it long ways and like the lines he was putting together and then like yeah he he's he's like um he's like that silent dude that can just come out and do anything and he does it really well yeah it's cool to watch like i love watching him ride yeah I think vicky will shine too because vicky's like you know she's this she's not a sleeping assassin but she's just got a great motocross style she's not scared to go big and and she likes to beat the boys and she's gonna throw <laughs> well down. dude and i don't know if you were down there, but the first day I was watching her do huge ass double grab heart attacks over the tree jump, you know? And I was like, she just learned those two weeks ago at my house. Like, and now she's already out here doing them. And I'm like, she, she's been, she's probably riding the best I've ever seen her ride. And, and, and I just got done riding shows with her up in Canada for like two weeks. And every day I'm like, dude, she's like killing it right now. And it's cool to see her take all that stuff and do it out here on a course like this. And she does it in such a I think probably the coolest thing about it is she's beaten the piss out of the boys but she's not that's not like her personality you no, know like she's you see, not here like I have to beat yeah. them she's just riding and yeah. and she's fucking good at riding just the most unassuming just casual killer yeah. it's like <laughs> I don't just don't think anyone underestimates her now like she she just fully has the respect of like everybody watching everybody riding they just yeah. know like the expectation for Vicky these days is like through the roof yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you were someone that didn't know Moto and you came in and hung out, you wouldn't pick her as a rider. <laughs> and then you go there and you see a jump, you're like, wait a minute, was that that chick? Well, that's <laughs> what, like, Anna's here right now, like my wife, and she's never seen any of this stuff. And then she's like, oh, that's cool that they, like, you know, there's a chick riding. Like, is she good? Like, how? And I'm like, she's better than Girl, yeah, she could win some categories. 99.9% <laughs> of every man on earth that rides a She'd probably bike. smoke everyone here on a motocross track besides Beerman. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking fast too, dude. Insane. Yeah. So we kind of glossed over Barrowman's hit yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, at, at the he once he was on the top of the ramp, I I said to him, I was like, dude, you do it every fucking time. <laughs> it's true. Like every time you go somewhere, 
every time I've been anywhere with him, he will find something so much gnarlier than everyone else. And it's like he just has some kind of like magical feeling with the bike to just know what to do off every jump, it seems like. Yeah, he's tuned in. He's well calibrated. And he's yeah. like, he, he believes in himself and he knows he can do Like, he'll go for stuff. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm not even going to try that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but us back in the day, we're like, fuck that. Whatever. He did it. I'm doing it. You but know yeah, I mean? he's in his prime and he's crushing it. It's great to see. I mean, just sitting back watching, I'm like, I'm glad it's not my old ass out there anymore. Like, yeah. seeing him do it is like, hell yeah. He's like carrying that torch like a champion and just like seeing him like do that stuff like, yesterday when we're looking at the jump he didn't do that many runs at it he only took two like or two three, or three yeah. runs and then he just hucked it i was like damn like and he was like if you hear me rev that's i'm going you know like to pump up the crowd and and like you said with with him being tuned in it's like it's so different to see i don't i don't think i don't think any one of us were ever that tuned in on our craft when we were doing it like how the the confidence he has when he's talking about a jump he's like oh yeah i'll just take the degree out i'm gonna click third gear wide coming out of the tunnel and I'm going to land right at the perfect spot. And he's so confident mm. in that where you're like, yeah, I believe you. Let's see you do it. And he just does it every single time. And it's crazy to, it's crazy to watch watch his mind work because a lot of people are like, oh, that dude's so stupid because he's always just like, he looks fried. But I'm like, dude's actually way smarter than you fucking think. Oh, and yesterday, so I got here right after McNiles had his crash. And then obviously that's a heavy situation. Like there's a fucking helicopter landing. And yep. it's like, that's everybody's friend. Like, that's a gnarly deal to, to go through, you know? And it's like, that could rattle people so hard. And he just came back. Like, I rolled back to the to the barn here with him. He's like, I'm going to do an ice bath, and then we'll get in the car. We'll go straight there. He said, I'm, and I'm just going to hit the, the 180 straight up. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm like, yeah, so, like, you know you, how your friend just got flown out of here on a jump that was 40 <laughs> feet shorter than that one? Like, yeah. is that, like, maybe a sign? But it just didn't, like... Again, he was calibrated. He's like, I think McNiles did this, this, and this. Yep. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And, like, that internal confidence. And, again, like, he... I was standing by the lip, and he did those two or three runs. And then, as he was on the lip of the last speed run, he, he yelled out to Wes, and he was like, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so casual and so... Cal- and there's just... He, it seems like he gets to a point where there's just not doubt in his mind in, yeah. a, in a way to, that other people might have. You have to get there because if you're going to have doubt, then you don't really deserve the, the, the floor at that point, you know, because, like, I mean, but back when I was doing freestyle jumps, like, the biggest jump I did was a 340-foot gap, you know, and I know it, I knew it was, like, fifth gear on it and it was fifth gear wide open. And, like, I did it the one day and then the next day I come back and you got to hit that thing again. Wind's change, everything's changed. It's life and death. Temperature, But everything. when you're confident, you, you don't like stop and assess the things everyone else is assessing and I think you know when you go to um, like when he's doing these different jumps you know he's just like yesterday was an early day not only did um, did uh, McNiles die but there was a car accident on the way back from the track and a lot of people were the first people there and saw a lot of so there was a lot of stuff if you had a weak mind that could yeah. make you think oh it's a cursed day or whatever but like everyone here is like they're headstrong they're tuned athletes Tyler's the most tuned in I've ever seen him right now so it's just cool to see him have such clarity such confidence just be in his zone tuned in and yeah it's like all these he, there's a million excuses or reasons why he could have like read between some BS and been like oh no today's not a good day or whatever yeah. like he just none of that was so that's when an athlete's firing so he's just like sharpened and it's good to watch you know and yeah. like he proved it yesterday like he, he pulled that jump and 
you know, case that rode out of it. Like that was a that was a landing that if you weren't attuned yeah. in, as, like that could have messed you up. And uh, he regretted that. Now they've made some changes to it, so if he goes to do it again, it's going to even be safer. So yeah, it's cool to know that. You know, I think as far as the pressure goes, the first one's always the gnarly one. He's got that out of the way. So I think the pressure's off a little bit. It's like time to go have a good day. But I think we're in for a quite a show tomorrow. It's going to be badass. I, I think the best show is going to be more of like the demo on the other side. Because mm. like when we were sitting there watching those guys ride last night, oh, there's so, so many sick. fucking dope jumps. Like insane where I'm like, dude, that looks so sick. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of place, too, where, like, everyone can shine, too. Yeah. Like, it sort of doesn't suit any one dude no. more than another one over there. It's like a playground playground for dirt bikes over there. Yeah, it flows really good. It's got a lot of elevation. That, yep. that shark fin, that, like, it goes down oh, off yeah. the top. Yeah, it's like, it's just a fun-looking jump. You know, yeah. it's not like it's that tech, but it just looks like... It's not big, like... like I want to hit that thing, you know? Yeah. And then, but then even... I wouldn't mind staying down the bottom of the hill because that big hip jump that they're doing over the top of the hill they're going so high and we're, we're all standing from on top of the hill it looks gnarly from there but I, I bet from down the bottom it looks gigantic that lip looks like it's like 30 feet tall yeah it's huge. oh we went up it in like the the side by side just to get as far as the side by side yeah. and go and before it would start flipping over yeah it's yeah. like a wall yeah and it's bait it just looks like a vertical wall jump yeah that is what how 30 40 feet tall i don't know how tall it is but when i look up at it i'm like this yeah it's not like it hurts your neck you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's a big dog all right boys well you're both big dogs and uh captains of uh of our teams here this weekend at red bull imagination 4.0 thanks for having a chat boys as always Rad. thanks gypsy good to stop in good to see you again mate yeah it's and, good to finally get on here i've been getting i've been getting um spammed in my i don't know if you it. said something one day like <laughs> hey go tell twitch to hurry up and get on here but my dms for like a month was just like Get on Gypsy Tail. You better get on Gypsy Tail. Quit being a pussy. Get on Gypsy. Like I was like, he must have said something. <laughs> I can't remember if I did, but I, I, I want it. I, it'd actually be sick too to do one with you boys both three hours. There's a lot of stories. All right. I'm joined here now on our makeshift Gypsy Tail studio with uh, two of my favorites, Tyler Berriman, Vicky Golden. What's up, crew? Hey. Good to be here. Good hey. to have you finally over here from Oz. We've been trying to get here for the last few years and... Finally get to see it with your own two eyes. And, uh, whoa. <laughs> is, uh, that's that's kind of my first thought when uh, when being out here. It's yeah, like, I mean, you can't think anything else. You get it. Like, we have 10 of the best guys and gal yeah. here. And um, you get all your peers here and you see the course. And it's for the best guys in the business to be nervous and take them a week to to face their fears and get through it it's it's no joke and and we all know that footage doesn't do any yeah justice or perspective on any of this stuff and um you get here your boots on the ground and you stand there and see the the jumps with your own two eyes it's literally not only a work of art but it's uh very intimidating it's a yeah. lot to take in at once yeah and i think you said it you said to me yesterday that mm. good work dude. good work i remember my first beer dude it's nice <laughs> these 805s go right through the lip they're so cold <laughs> uh so i think you said it uh best yesterday when you were like it looks big on camera and it's like normally whenever you, you see a hill and you're like man it's so much steeper in real life or you see a jump and you're like it's so much bigger in real life and then you see how big it is on camera and it is bigger in real life. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like watching Supercross on TV. You're like, oh, the whoops don't look that bad. <laughs> but me, people are just getting bodied through them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, all right, they're, they're probably pretty big. But little do they know they don't look that bad, but they are 
fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I spent every lap riding around Supercross track thinking about the whoops coming up, holding same. my breath. Absolute just thinking same. like, oh no, oh no, this is the turn, this is the turn, like, oh. Which is why you don't see any on the course. I've, I've thought I've yeah. thought before about, because that's one thing I've never done, is I've never hit a legit set of Supercross whoops, right? Let's pray I don't have to. Don't do it, it's a trap. But do, imagine what, like, what do we have to build to, where it's like the foam pit of whoops? You know what I mean? How do we build the foam pit of whoops? I don't know if it can be done. I mean, build them out of foam, but they'd <laughs> turn into a straightaway when you hit them fast <laughs> enough. But that's a crazy thing. Mm. And out here as well is like, there's just, there's no, like that 180 that you hit yeah. yesterday. None of these, there's no way to gauge any of these jumps out here. It's just purely like, it's, it's feel, it's instinct and yeah. it's experience. And I guess that's why there's only a handful of you guys that, uh, and that actually gets selected to do this event yeah it's um like yesterday we went over the the angles and and potential like getting a radar gun to speed check my run-ins to the 180 and the end of the day i'm a feel person i don't go on numbers when there's numbers i'm not very good at math so <laughs> it's just too much for my brain to contemplate so the less i think i'm all on feel and if i have a I have a relationship with Jason Baker that is very, very, very special that I literally trust that dude with my life. Yeah. Because that's point. what it is at it, that point. It literally is. If When he's out there building this stuff, he's mentally hitting this stuff in his head and him being an ex-racer, like he knows what things should be in transitions and, and to the distance of the jump, he knows the size of the lip and the transition should be a certain number, right? So everything that he builds is so consistently the same give or take on on how steep the angle is de depending on how long the jump is but <clears throat> for the most part everything being so so crazy out here like so much to take in at first once you start clicking the jumps off every single jump is exactly the same and i think a lot of the guys and gal that are here we all have a racing background so yeah. we have that bike skill and that like technical timing that like being a racer helps at something like this because you can basically time this stuff like it's that's jason baker dream tracks he's built all the supercross tracks test tracks all this stuff for years and he's been in a blueprint of a 65 foot triple at this angle and yeah. has to be this tall and he's in a blueprint so now with this like he's able to take that what he's learned from years of doing all these tracks and not be in in a box or have a blueprint and basically build whatever he his wildest dreams as well as mine you know so if he says he can build it then i trust him tenfold 100 percent. he builds it to maximize your power and and as long as you commit it works yeah so <clears throat> i guess going back into yesterday with that 180 there was a lot of different opinions on the jump and it being too steep and we kind of all gathered with each other i did after everyone left yesterday i did some speed runs i stayed back and did some speed runs into it and we decided to take about a few, it, it was 38 degrees at, at a, the takeoff. So you have a 60 foot jump out of the container into this 180 foot jump. There's, the run-in's not really long enough to pull forth. So you have to maximize third gear. And 
it started at 38 degrees and we made the decision to drop it to 34 and continue the belly from the bottom of the the jump continue that transition at 34 off of it and riding off of it before that it's such a step up it's such a big jump that like <clears throat> talking with Matto and stuff there's a certain angle of a ramp to get you the proper height and distance so to to pop your height to then drop you into the landing how it should be done it has to be steeper than what we had it and yeah and and there that go-to is more or less like almost like a 45 degree angle like you think a, a 75 ramp would be 45 degrees at the top but it's a quick transition yeah yeah he, he when the distance jumps ramps he has a long gradual takeoff but then it gets to 45 for a long time and the ramp's massive, right? So this being such a big, tall lip, it was 38. And in my eyes, I, I visualized that thing since the day I got here and it looked right to me. When you look from the back, it looks steep, but when you look from the side, it looks like it was gonna put you where it needed to. Yes, it was going to boot you to the fucking moon, no matter what, (laughs) but I think it would have worked and to that point it still worked when we took the four degrees off but the four degrees was a lot and visualizing it so many times coming in i basically told myself it's going to be third wrapped and i'm not gonna pull i'm not gonna do anything crazy i'm just gonna stay strong chest over the bars and just fully commit and i had this question earlier like if you guys hit this kind of stuff like does time slow down for you? And I'm so focused that everything else around me was like completely tunnel vision that time slowed down. And I had literally a cunt hair of a second (laughs) (laughs) to make an adjustment. Like as I was coming in and I knew I was committing and I I was going, there was no other way around it. I was coming up to that lip and as I was starting to climb the lip, I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Really? You and didn't think you were gonna make it? I'd, and at the very top, I had that split second of a thought of like the time slowed down for me. And I said, I just told myself like, you gotta fucking yank. Yeah. And I yanked and damn glad I yanked cause I was 185 to the, sweet spot and I went 170 and if I was about two feet shorter it would have been bad and I told myself like it was literally slowed it down to the point enough that as soon as I left the lip it was so slow motion that I literally told myself there's no fucking way that a helicopter is coming here twice today that's not an option and Unfortunately, if that was to happen, I hung my rear wheel, that probably would have been the case, 100%, because it's insane. But it worked, and now knowing that it worked, I didn't jump it again because we needed to make a couple adjustments on the ramp, steepen it back up and lower the landing a little bit, which makes it the jump a little bit shorter and not as much of a step up, and then it, it works. But... I trust that dude with my life and you just gotta he built it to commit and as yeah. long as you commit it's gonna work and i'm glad that one worked based on what i saw before we adjusted it 
I thought that was it. And then there was so many other opinions of like, I think it's too steep. I think it's this. I think it's that. And then that's why I stayed and did the test runs. And then we decided to flatten it, which, yes, for granted, it still worked. But it's that 38 number was right in the ballpark. And that yeah. just goes to show mine and Jason's relationship. Yeah, what it was he, right the first time. What he builds, he builds it how he sees it. And that allows me to have such a trust level with him that however he sees it, I trust it, yeah. you know, like yeah. him and not just Jason. I, and this, this, this whole week, you know, and this whole month of him and his whole crew out here, a lot of the eyes get turned towards Jason cause he's dream tracks. Right. But it's not just him. It's his whole entire crew. Like Sean Rife and Riffy, like yeah, is the baddest dude, most technical rider growing up. And I raced with him and, and, it's the same thing with him he's mentally hitting these things in his head as he's building them and when you hit them it's the funnest most perfect jump ever <laughs> yeah. and once you get that trust level with this crew game on it's game on yeah you know so for me vicky i was shitting myself knowing that tyler was about to hit that jump especially like okay we'll lay the scenario out of twitch and jeremy spoke about it before but we just see McNiles flown out in a chopper with a broken femur and a broken pelvis. And that, for other people, might be a sign of like, yeah, let's not have two of these in a day. But this maniac had something <laughs> in his mind. And yeah, I was shitting myself. But for you, you're out on the course, you're a peer, you're out there riding with him. What's the feeling like going through you when you know that he's on something like that off after like a gnarly situation with McNarls? Yeah, the I mean, watching McNarls because when McNarls crashed, I was sitting at the landing waiting for him to jump it, and it was kind of a similar situation where it's like, man, it's gonna be close, but yeah, we all have faith in our each other, and we're not gonna be going to him like, hey, I don't think today's the day, and like yeah. putting the doubt in him because obviously they're sitting there looking at it for a reason because they trust themselves enough to do it in the first place. Yeah. So you're not gonna go over there and just squash it all. So um, for McNarls, I'm like, I know he's got it, and just like a little bit of just the, you know, just a little bit of recipe for disaster is just enough. And man, his hand blew off and that was that was just enough to to turn the table so to watch him on that one and watching how high he was and then fast forward what a couple hours literally this knucklehead <laughs> is like yeah today's the day and i'm like oh, you gotta do this to us <laughs> and uh but i mean that's how it is though i mean we're it's it's bad to say that we're kind of desensitized to it in a oh, way we are for sure though but i mean it it's just it's happened so much that we're so unfortunately good at switching that and going right back at it like it never happened but you have to like Mm. i mean if you don't and you sit there and think about it like that's when more bad things happen so i mean i've seen him do this year after year yeah so (laughs) yeah and like he mentioned with his relationship with baker i'm on year four of doing this and I see every year, every jump, that everything puts you right where it needs to be. Yeah. And so, same thing. He just he has that trust in in Jason and the crew, and I have it as well. To where it looks absolutely mentally insane, to where it's not gonna work. But somehow that he at least Jason's good at math. 
There's <laughs> <laughs> one dude in the crew, and that's someone's got to carry the team. So, you know someone, <laughs> he's, he's got the math and he's got the balls, so it works out. It's a <laughs> it's a great combo, but yeah, it was just like flashbacks, just watching McNarls lift up and knowing he's gonna be a little short, and then he did the same thing at that last minute lift oh, and I'm like yeah. oh my gosh like just get there get there I'm just like we're all just like trying to will him forward and yeah <laughs> sure enough like that little bit was plenty <laughs> and dude like when I got back and I saw a bunch of the clips and stuff like I'm my own worst critic and I know like I knew that thing could be done but as soon as I left the lift there was that time slowed down that I oh, was man. like oh fuck this is not good and that's why i like did full boner air the whole way like just trying to get stretch that thing you know and then once like about halfway three quarters of the way through as i started to drop i knew i was good to the deck and i basically got my bike back from this to touch both my wheels down at the same time yeah to not let it like eat me up this because Basically, like she was saying with McDonald's, she was sitting on the landing. I was taking, I was sitting back on the, the setup jump and I was sitting there. I took the morning off because I was super sore and I was just gonna running around the course helping people, you know, click off new jumps because there's fucking million jumps out there. Um, so I, someone, we were doing some media stuff and someone came in and was like, yo, McDonald's wants to hit the big one over the house. So. I ran, I instantly dropped everything and I ran out there, got on my pit bike and rode up and, and basically gave him my two cents and, and to be there for my buddy to like help him check this off the list, you know, like, like she said, you're not going to go up and say to not do it in doubt, but you're going to literally give him your, what you're seeing on the run-ins and be like, yes, that one was it. And there was that's just not to say he did anything wrong but there was just the slightest slightest bit of hesitation and the way baker builds things is to maximize the power and especially for jumps that big most of them are say 75 to 100 feet but that one was 154 i think and mcnarl's literally only hung a wheel yeah. like rear wheel right rear on the wheel. knuckle and when and you stand there and you see where he landed you if that wasn't a 150 foot jump you're sweet every sweet. day of the week yeah, and not absolutely. only not only that too but like like i was just saying when i did the boner air and i came in i have had the experience with these big jumps with jason that knowing that i'm knuckling one of jason's decks that are safe but like you have to kind of put your wheels in the right spot to be able to absorb it right yeah yep. so that's what i did to make that adjustment because i had time slowed down in my head and i'm picturing and replaying this situation that i just watched my friend get hurt a couple hours before and like it could be enough to end everybody's day you know yep. but you have to flip that switch to be able to know what we're doing and basically be like, what would McNarls do and what would he want us to do? And that would yeah. be go back out there and handle it. Yeah. You know? Um, so to that point when McNarls came in, like he knew he was going to deck a little bit. And if 
those of you that don't know McDonald's, he is a brick shit house. <laughs> <laughs> so when he came in and he just pulled the front end up to slap that thing down, and that was just enough yeah. for him to yeah. hang a rear wheel. When he slapped it down, it ripped his hand off the throttle, so he couldn't get to the, the throttle to kind of yeah. power yeah. It yeah. through yeah. it. That when the hand slipped off, then his butt hit the seat, and then the seat, the suspension compressed, and then ejecto seated him down down the landing and the bike tackled him and just unfortunate brutal reminder of what What, we do and and and, you know to that point um being here at e3 ranch it's amazing and their foundation and all the things that they do but they bring in veterans and i was just having a conversation with uh one of the vets that they brought in and it's more or less us going out there strapping our helmets on we are going to war with ourselves and our dirt bike in this course yeah of course we don't have bullets flying at us but like we're going to war on this course and like that's the risk of what we do it's like a slight miscalculation like could end your day month year life yeah and we know that risk but it unfortunate brutal reminders like that but you know we'll never shy away from it because it's provided us all so much and we live by it it feeds our soul each and every one of us you know so just being able to channel that into the right set mindset you know and um it's easier said than done i know people think like listening to me hear this will probably be like oh this dude's high as a kite (laughs) but well i think it's it's, i I think too like you guys on a regular basis right like you're riding shows all the time, you're riding motocross, like, this is your job, is to do this stuff. And it's like, it seems as though Red Bull Imagination is the place where you really find your limits. Like, when you're doing a show at a Supercross on a 75-foot ramp, that's not your limit. Like, you're very, very comfortable there. It's like, this is Jaws. This is Pipeline. This is the place where you you can ride for fun 360 days of the year and it's almost like this is the place where you come to see like what can i do what am i capable of like what is my limit and you're in an environment where you've got the best people in the world the best builders in the world the best facilities in the world to just go out and really find out like where is my limit absolutely i mean that's that's pretty much why i come out here is because like you said i hit 75 and ride tracks and that's in my in my well in my comfort zone but i mean i remember the the first year even coming here i was like out of my mind to even come here (laughs) and i i was kind of it was in a i think the year i did real moto and tyler helped find me fake utah for a real moto and then shortly after he did his one shot but i was still working on my real moto so i couldn't kind of return the favor and come out and help so when he told me about this idea, I was just like, oh, like I'll come out and help and I just want to repay the favor and come out and help in any way I can. And he's like, no, I'm trying to get you to come ride it. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, and sure enough, like that just escalated from there and just <laughs> coming out here for the first year of just looking at things and having like Sipes and Sealy, like the best racers in the world yeah. looking at this and being like, absolutely not like what are we doing here and then you have me and i'm just like i don't know if i belong here if they're scared (laughs) so it just like it's just from the first year of that mentality to the next year and and so on and so forth of just 
pushing that comfort zone of, all right, well, now do I really need Tyler to follow off everything? And, you know, do we need this? Do we need that? And just kind of keep pushing and pushing to where, I mean, shoot, last year people were looking to me for a couple tones, and then it was just like just another surreal moment for me of like why would they be looking to me and it's just I don't know and even happened the other day here of I I just I think I don't even think Tyler was riding I just went out on my own and I found one and then I think novice and and Kalana came over like what gear is that I was <laughs> like it's just such a surreal thing to to put myself in that environment and to be looked at that way and it's just cool because I've just continuously tried to push my comfort zone and come in here with just some personal goals and really push to to just become better because I mean this is the the scariest but the place the best place to do it even if you don't like it um you come anyways <laughs> and so um every Be year rude not to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I think for me, anyway, Vicky, like you're riding in the last four years, it's insane to me the level that you've got to in such a short period of time. And it was so cool for me to see you ride yesterday and just be killing it. Like so much style, just hitting everything, just so precise. Like you can see the level you're you're one of the best examples i think of just a crazy amount of progression in four years and it's like how long does it take you to get to that level without imagination i don't think it would have at all i mean we were doing some stuff where it was we were finding new jumps and new areas and things like that but when you go out to places like that or hills or whatever you're you're realistically shoveling what one to two jumps and you know the time it takes to build them and then jump them it it's just that's all the time you have um so the progression for me in those scenarios is is really slow um but when you come here i mean shoot how many you couldn't even count the amount of new jumps that There'll we had so to many figure jumps out in time hit this week exactly and we leave here every year not jumping everything so there's actually only two jumps on the course that haven't been jumped this year really usually we leave and there's like a handful at least Damn, Five I would have thought ten. that would have been more. Only two. Damn, yeah. you guys are sending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part, too, yeah, is how fast the we one, move through. The one that crosses the first tower jump, that big, basically BMX dirt jump, it's like a wall landing, and then the one before it that sets you up into that one is there's a berm around the tree jump around the lip to come back the other way and it's uh, like a hip it's not very big the second one that's is the one like i jumped while you were really taking and you off. guys you i saw christian going left mm -hmm. on it when it you could go either way like the way that jason's built all everything out here you yeah. can go multiple directions on everything and that's that's just taking the normal approach of the course like you take a K-Dub mindset yeah. to the course yeah, nice. and go landing to landing and to lip to lip to side of the lip to side of the landing. The whole thing. Yeah. It's like creativity is king with this whole thing and, and less is more. It doesn't have to be the biggest jump. It doesn't have to be the biggest trick to win this contest. It's like the transition is there and it's everywhere. You like just go hunt for it and you'll be surprised what you can find. And I say this every single year, this year 100% in particular, and last year's course too, but I could spend 
a month out here and yeah. I would find a month worth of jumps to hit. It's it's literally never ending and you can break it down to say there's I'm just going to guess, but say a hunt close to 100 jumps on the course and you start counting transfers like you mm. you're going to lose count straight up. Yeah. There's that much. Last year I I make it a point every year after I'm done with the event here, I stay and just kind of decompress and get to hang out with the La Rochas and amazing family and they treat us all so well. And um, they've taken me hunting and, and get to shoot guns out here and just be real American, you know? <laughs> Dude, it's so good. But it's, it's <laughs> the best place to just kind of decompress. And, and when I've gone, I went last year, I went out there after after the event and went nobody at the course, sat in the the tower by myself and you know it was just kind of brought a journal out there and was just putting my thoughts on paper and after that and uh I started counting jumps and man dude I literally had to recount like 15 <laughs> times and I couldn't ever get a number because I just it got too confusing because there's so many jumps you know so um I guess to that to Vicky's point too with Baker's whole crew and their building the way they build things brings out all of our best riding and mm -hmm. i like to think that vice versa for his building yeah yeah our riding brings out his best building he gets to not be in a blueprint or in a box whatever his wildest ideas and, and features that he's always dreamed of i'm all for it like hit me with something that literally makes me want to shit my pants and <laughs> I'll, I'll try it with my all my heart you know um but yeah it's just such a something so special with what we've created with this thing and um i think to be honest with you we're just scratching the surface yeah i've i've said this you know kind of internally with our, our our core group of people that help and and see this vision i mean this is something that it's not often that someone sees your, your yeah. vision and backs it yeah. and understands it. And the fact that we've been able to get to this point, like, you know, you have like a set of keys and you got like your house yeah. key and your mail key and all this stuff. Each year, Jason and I have gotten one extra key to, to take this thing in the direction that we see it. And, <clears throat> dude, we are just literally scratching the surface with what we've created in this vibe and this this place and this atmosphere it's camaraderie and we're literally trying to i mean you don't want to give away too much but there's just so many things that we see this direction of this that we can give back to the whole community of two wheels and not just like free riding or freestyle yeah. you know what i mean like our whole goal with this thing is let's convert super motocrossers one day at a time yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> and uh it's case in point like you got josh hill coming out and just ripping a supercross uh, dude, season even with his justin brother. would rip this exactly. place yeah. apart dude there's, so there's some really cool guys you, that get in you on this. think yeah. like josh racing a full supercross season and then this whole playoff picture comes into play and then he goes to the last outdoor round and he gets he gets that one pass with two turns to go for a guaranteed 25 grand. Yeah. Like, fucking <laughs> yes, Josh. Yeah. And then he goes and races all the playoffs and then gets on a plane and comes straight here. Like, yeah. that's 
hearing it straight from your peers in the horse's mouth of Josh, like he's like this, I cannot. Yeah, miss. would not miss like, this. Unfortunately, Singapore got canceled for WSX, but he was not mad that it did because <laughs> yeah. he didn't want to miss this. You oh, know? You, yeah, it's you, the funnest you week of. So one hundred percent the. Funnest, most Gnarly scary yeah. fucking week for all of us. But there's something to be said about facing your fears and the camaraderie that we've created with one another. Like, it's not just, like, me versus you. Yeah. Like, the racing or the freestyle and this competition feel. Like, it's a camaraderie. It's a family. Friends are family. And we're trying to, like, help each other face our fears and, and check off these goals. You know what I mean? And this the broader picture of this whole entire event is something that was a pipe dream for me and yeah. you know i'm fortunate enough to have the backing with red bull that i do and and kind of my squirrel brain jumping around here but when i first got on red bull i had a meeting and one of the bosses told me like you know x games and all these things that you're doing it's amazing like don't don't change anything but results and all that are cool but all we really want is content the craziest content the craziest ideas whatever you can dream of like you hit us with 10 ideas like maybe nine of them hit the cutting room floor and one of them sparks a bell you know or sparks a light or whatever whatever i'm trying to say you know <laughs> um but yeah that was one of the things like with this event was an idea and this i'm kind of rambling here but the <laughs> When I got on Red Bull in 2018, I was at Jason Baker's facility, Moto Sandbox, yeah, and yeah. we were filming my first Red Bull project, Fundamentals, and we got shout rained. Shout out, Wes. Yeah, shout out, Wes. <laughs> West, Westicle Williams, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but we were down there, and we got rained out, and we just sitting around, just kind of watching it rain, and got to talking about the idea of this event, and Jason had met Adam and built this Dream Tracks vet track behind us, and... Then a year later, once he built this, then uh, they did Ryan Dungey's cornfield project out here and was talking to Jason about the idea of this event. And he goes, yo, I have this, I got this property yeah. in Kansas. And I know it's crazy, Kansas, middle of America, but there's this one hill with like really good elevation. And we did the Dungey cornfield project. And I know the dirt and the consistency of the dirt. Like, let's just go do a site check. And I was like, all right, absolutely. And I'm so jaded like she knows being from southern california you know you've been there yeah. like beaumont richie glamis ocotillo all these the rolling hills in our backyard <clears throat> we get here and meet adam uh, the best dude yeah. on the face of this earth in my eyes and super cool he just lets us go into his garage grab his dual sports we rip the dirt roads eight miles to the course right into the field and we're sitting in the field and i see this fucking rolling hill like I look at Jason and I'm like, this is that's the hill. That's the elevation you were talking about. It's like 30 feet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the biggest hill in Kansas, <laughs> yeah. in Kansas to be and fair. To, so to that point, the highest elevation in this whole county was that hill. Yeah, we yeah. doubled it with the quarter pipe landing the last couple of years. So gnarly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was super cool to be able to kind of meet the whole the whole family and, and and then see this thing come together from from the ground up and as going back to the point of the content thing like this was just an idea to film a content piece 
and bring some friends and and then basically a proof of concept for me to be like look we can then turn this into a contest eventually right so fast forward this was 2018 fast forward to like 2019 the talks start happening covid pandemic hits just fucks everything <laughs> up especially you coming here <laughs> um but yeah it just covid hit everything shut down they were media house at red bull was struggling on with content there was no shows there was no events there was nothing and this being here in the middle of america yeah it turned out to be like turned, the perfect it was place. perfect it was a private kind of skeleton crew event more or less and no fans nothing just no masks needed <laughs> out here <laughs> you know um but yeah it was just like the the perfect storm of being able to come out here and then be able to have the freedom to be able to do what we want to see this vision come to reality so you know that first year that the contest got thrown on it and and red bull approached me and jason and wanted to basically do a live show like like straight rhythm or like you know rampage or whatever yeah. and we basically took a step back like whoa 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 like we this is too much pressure for us to deliver right so turned out to be really good a uh, little bit of a delayed live thing a uh, delayed content a few days out and yeah. it worked out really well but we threw the contest on it the first year and then it kind of all the focus came to that contest day right so we we bottle this feeling up of the best weeks of our lives of having fun checking each other's like clicking each other's boxes you know and and pulling each other over these jumps facing these fears and overcoming these fears together as a group and then it goes to contest day and then it, we're back in a box yeah, yeah the reason yeah. why we are all free pressure pressure and the stress 100 percent. this is your drop time yeah. and if it's windy or not like you it's now or never basically right yeah. so it was a bit tough to basically take see the best week of our lives and the sickest content to come from that and then go to contest day and the content more or less be lackluster one because of and that's not a knock whatsoever but the content that we well, it's just like the environment doesn't it's lend not itself the same. towards like getting content yeah anything. exactly so it goes from being able to run and gun the course with like all the the gk films crew shout out gk films yeah, the boys. <laughs> <Ferb Mo> <laughs> same same bro Ferb Moto gk <laughs> they're, the, they're just the best yeah the best um but those guys running and gunning around all week like you come to event day and it's really hard to properly film this course on across a basically 10 square acre facility or, or land and and be able to film it properly to make everything look good and, and give us the justice that it deserves you know that's why some of the best content comes from the whole week leading up because west gets to get right up in our face taking off the lip and underneath the trees and all weird and upside down shots that he and gets, i think it's you like know? the emotion too like yeah. there's there's so much emotion that you feel like dude west yesterday was like before you i've actually got the shot it's sick before you hit the 180 like he closes his eyes mm. and it's like he's trying to get in his zone as much as you're trying to get in your zone and then it's like you land everyone sprints to the top of the hill and it's like it's so raw and i think like that's also what makes the content so good it's like you're hitting the same jumps in the contest but it just hits different when it's like we've already seen you do it everyone knows it's like the real gnarly part of this event 
is the the practice days and it yeah. is when you guys yeah. are like sizing stuff up and then you see the emotion that comes from like fuck my friend's actually still alive <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. what a relief <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the best part of what he's able to capture because when we go out in the hills it's the exact same thing yeah yeah we built something with shovels and we didn't have bakers so we definitely didn't have any math on our side <laughs> so then we're just sitting here guessing looking at it and just once again like the first and the break, nerves and the yeah prep, everything know. that you that they get to capture on camera is what we do out in the hills in the middle of nowhere but just nobody sees it yeah yeah. And we all sit there and experience it and get to feel it. And then to be able to have what he did and capture it and then put it on a platter and get to showcase it to on people. On one of the biggest platforms in the world. Exactly. And that in itself is something so special because, like I said, we do it all the time, but nobody sees it. Yeah. And here we're doing it how many times mm. a day? Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. just it's unreal that, you know, just one of my favorite things is just coming here and those dig deep moments yeah and you get to relive it because we have a camera crew with us yeah and it's just like if we have terrible memories yeah. anyway so it's like we get to re just go in on our phones and rewatch so it and i have <coughs> it's a 653 by the way good timing i have this written down and i have to keep going back to it because again our memories are <laughs> shit <laughs> but We've been talking about this and, and like to her point of trying to, and your point too, of those feelings and being able to bottle that up of seeing somebody like me jumping that thing for the first time last night, like that is way more of a show than yeah. the contest. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you can bottle that and distribute that to the world, like that is free riding yeah. in its truest form right there. Or, but free riding is also whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be the biggest jump. Yeah. If you're out there going ripping the track or ripping trails or whatever you're doing, like you're riding free. Yeah. That's that's whatever you want to make it. You know what I mean? You don't have to be fucking jumping 180 feet like this fucking idiot. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's so many things. But I we wrote this down of basic being able to try to bottle this and and distribute it so it's red bull imagination expanding the limits of bottling fun and distributing it to the world <laughs> if you can do <laughs> that it. that to your point of, of that feeling that vibe of when you come watch your friend the nerves for everybody oh. are through the roof let alone what's going on in my fucked up brain <laughs> going into that it's if you can have that with the people being there like say there's 1500 people coming in tomorrow if those 1500 people could capture yeah. that moment that will never ever ever leave their brain yeah you know what i mean and yeah. if in my eyes the way that i see this going is you know you we have these freestyle demos and all this stuff and it's basically taken over freestyle there's yeah. no more contests it's all these shows and guys are making a really good living doing shows and traveling the united states jumping a ramp to an airbag yeah how can you not have a free ride demo and basically have jason build some sort of smaller scaled course and be able to put Capture on a show vibe, like yeah. we're performers like if you show up and 
no one had hit the course and the, the fans are already there and they were able to see Everything our thought processes yeah. of how we work through things and again that would be tough on us with that extra added pressure but takes me back to when I tend to just get things to a point where I'm that flow state where I just slow things down it's full tunnel vision I don't see anything else everything else is a blur around me I'm locked in yeah. you know yeah and <clears throat> everybody's different but if you could capture that and and give it to the people like give the people what they want like it's we're just scratching the surface honestly and if think about that course out there you've seen it with your own two eyes you imagine you'd say you've been to red bull day in the dirt like that yeah, is yeah. that event itself embodies fun yeah like the family friends um thanksgiving weekend dirt bikes beers yeah all of it <laughs> you know that is based on having fun like you go out there and it's like cool if you win a trophy awesome but yeah, like, yeah. you're almost a dick if you want to win that yeah event. <laughs> exactly. it's, you're just there to have fun and do team races and yeah. not go win but to go roost your buddy and stop for a beer on the side whatever you want to do like yeah. it's just so fun and that's what that event embodies and with this event you could do so much yeah say hypothetically there's a moto track out there you have campers coming you have yeah a concert yeah. going you have bmx jumps you have mountain bike jumps you have a vendor row and it's just a two-wheel fun festival yeah, yeah. that is just based on a good time. You know what I mean? Like you, We could still have this event on Saturday, like have a quote-unquote contest going through the course. You could have mountain bikes going, BMX going, something going on at all times so people can continue moving around and just see us bottling fun. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and yeah there's that's a recipe for success there's no other way around it like when i when i think that like we can have this saturday of all these things going on in this big event and then say all the campers and everybody's out there to yeah hang and, and stay for the weekend with their families and then all the guys that rode on saturday get to go open ride day practice on the track in the field next to it and they get to all ride with their heroes and just go all for the fact of having fucking fun on a dirt bike i mean you on know that. like <laughs> it's it's something that that's the way i see it and giving back to this whole community as a whole and not just free riding not or freestyle yeah, racing like it's two like, wheels it's two wheels as a whole and yeah. that's what we're trying to do and that's this week of us bringing in some some of the groms that are at, at jason's facility and having kalana and having tyler and and uh biggie and and these kids like we're converting super motocrossers one yeah, day. Building that <laughs> next generation. Yeah. That's so in damn motocross and nations, we almost had Kenny. Oh, dude, he would, he would murder this event. Yeah. Like he would be kickstarting that 450 just presses. <laughs> <laughs> so how does the? I guess the event is evolving to the point now where you've gone away from like the individual competition to the team. Like, how do you feel about the? like the team side of it. I think it seems like it's going to give everyone like a unique opportunity to kind of like really focus in on their skill set. 
Yeah, that and I think it kind of carries the vibe. Yeah, the entire bet, week. like that vibe you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So years past, I mean, it it is what it is. It's a contest, so we kind of need that individual time and trying to kind of share the course, which is a pure chaos on its own, <laughs> and then throwing people that need time on them for themselves at this point. So uh, I don't know. I think it just just carries and and gives that vibe of what we're what we're all trying to literally bottle and showcase is is that whole friends family team environment and to just put us on teams um it doesn't even split us in two because we just we know at this Thank place you. oh wes is a legend what a, legend. <laughs> what a man westicle I mean, williams ladies and gentlemen these hey, are pretty tasty i'll have a beer yeah please oh that's a I'll good a sound yeah, i can't be the is. only one not having beer <laughs> right now it tastes so good when your lips <laughs> Tastes better in Kansas <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you're Every not wrong. Every beer tastes better in Kansas. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, back to our point. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel brain. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think just that team environment has has carried through to where there's none of those like racery type selfish moments of like, oh, if I do this, it'll give me that extra point. And we're just, it kind of turns it into like a friendly, fun competition for us and and having t- Dumb and Dumber as team captains, uh, it, just, <laughs> <laughs> it makes it that much better because they're they're bickering more than we are, and just it's the best. It's, yeah, it's it just really makes it <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so fun, and we're just like I said, it doesn't feel like we're competing. We're just we're kind of just to. like, oh, well, what what category do you want to do? What what do you feel? Ooh, kickstart. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it just turns into like, oh, what category do you feel like yeah, you yeah. want to do? Where are you going to be out of Sean? Exactly. So it, it kind of makes it, it just, it's different. We've never done anything where it's a full team minus day in the dirt, which yeah. is a recipe for only fun times. Yeah. So we're taking a little sprinkle of day in the dirt and putting it into this and it just makes it cool just because we get to literally help each other out and it doesn't really feel like a team thing where i'm yeah. i'm still trying to help patrick patrick's still trying to help me and he's still trying to help me and you know it's it's all around like no one wants to see anyone get hurt so yeah it doesn't really matter but um that being said we are still all racers and we all still are competitive and whoever wins is definitely going to be speaking about it for you they to get that the shit yep and uh that that is more of a paycheck than anyone will ever want. <laughs> yeah. So who are you, who's your like breakout performer for this week? Do you think? Because I feel like every year we're always bringing in new blood. Mm-hmm. There's new people that are like elevating every time they come out here. Who's like someone that's just sneakily impressed the shit out of you this week? Sour Patrick. Dude, same. <laughs> sour Patrick yep. Evans. That's and our he's not as sour. <laughs> Which is, is kind of crazy. Um, no, but on the real, all jokes aside, Patrick's absolutely crushing it. He's uh, He's been ripping the last few years and, and gotten an opportunity at X Games, and he crushed it. And not to take anything away from Patrick, but he hasn't always been the best under pressure. The things that he had did, he would always end up exploding himself. So <laughs> yeah. it was all always like, oh, like, with the whole thing of like wanting to invite people 
they don't really get the perspective until you stand on the floor and i just don't mm. want to bring someone in that wants to ride over their head to yeah, try to prove themselves yeah, yeah. because it's that fucking it's that gnarly, gnarly. yeah it's literally that gnarly if you could have everybody stand there for one hour on the ground i'd be like are you sure you want to do this yeah it's it would make people think twice but Patrick's absolutely been crushing. He just learned how to flip like last week on a 75 and he's already done his first dirt to dirt flip and flipped multiple times and looks like him and Josh Hill are going head to head in the speed and style category and they're both ripping on the track. Yeah. I'm going to say Josh would be a heavy favorite, but <laughs> Being Patrick, that he just finished the Supercross playoffs. Exactly, yeah. but yeah. Patrick late. And Josh's style is second to none. Like, watching him flow around this course just gives me that, like, Hanny vibe. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but then Patrick absolutely ripping, super sick, loose style, and then throwing in a flip. Like, if their times are – if Patrick can rip it hard enough to keep that time close, like, style breaks the tie of, mm. of close exactly, to yeah. close time. So if he throws in a flip and then throws in crazy whips and, and – and really good style everywhere else, everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. like it could be an upset you know um but i think it's really cool and he's absolutely crushed it he's stepped into that role and i guess back to this point like vicky was saying with the team vibe like last year let's be real moto is not a team sport it's yeah. an individual sport you're it's me versus 39 other guys on the gate of a outdoor or me versus 19 other no guys friends on, on that track. no and yeah. i get this question all the time like how do you deal with the pressure and i'm like honestly with what i'm doing right now and having fun and doing this this does not come anywhere near the amount of pressure you feel sitting on a line for a main event in front mm. of eighty thousand people in a stadium with the lights mm. that is a pressure that i cannot even put into words this is a pressure that I can feed off of and mm. channel that in the right way. Um, but it just makes it so fun in the team environment and the team aspect that we have this year. It's, yeah, it is a team, but we all, there's five categories. There's so 10 athletes, five each team, and then there's five categories. So there's the, to me, being a free rider is, what we do we all have a racing background so the to tell the story of a free rider is all these categories creative technical line you think k-dub approach yeah opening ceremonies at at supercross and he's jumping three lanes and going from <laughs> yeah. one side of the track to the other and you're just like what did i just watch like that's the sickest dude ever shout out k-dub <laughs> um that's the creative technical line idea of that it's a skate park go Find the creative line. And then uh, it goes over to big dogs. Big dog could be the biggest jumps. It could be the biggest tricks. The biggest flip. The biggest the flip, big, whatever yeah. it is. And and then you move over to speed and style. And, and all of us being freeriders have a racing background and technical ability on the bike. Like it tells a story of the freeriding through all these categories. Yeah, so that's so Speed cool. and style. And then you got best whip, which best whip speaks for itself. It's the most simple trick, if you want to call it. Yeah. But the most important. Yeah. There's guys that can go out there and do crazy flip tricks and double flip combos and stuff, but they can't whip their yeah. dirt bike. And you watch them straight jump and jump, and you're like, 
whoa, that's scary. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and not to take anything away from those dudes. I love it. I'm friends with so many freestylers and they're my boys. I absolutely love it and I respect the the progression on that to chase chase a goal and prove to people what can be done that have was deemed not to be done, right? So respect to that, but it's R- just real free riders can whip. Though. It's just I mean racers, all these yeah, this story yeah. of these categories of the free rider can do anything. So if you have all these categories and not to toot my own horn or I sound cocky or anything, but I could potentially fall in any one of these categories yeah. for my team. Yeah. But I'm gonna fall into the category that I can do my best and bring my best strength to my respected team. Yeah. To beat the other team and have the bragging rights right like we're all in this together none of us lose because we all get to ride this course together as a team or as a group yeah with two teams and of course you want the bragging rights to beat the other team but no one loses in this situation yeah at all yeah and that's the coolest part about this whole thing and i think to her point of the team vibe this year of being able to bottle that feeling that we create all week and that footage and that vibe to progress each other in the right way to to push each other together and not against each other it's like not me versus you it's us versus them yeah you know what i mean so it's it's super cool we can bring our strengths to the table to then basically continue that vibe that we create throughout the whole week and take it into saturday to bottle that up and distribute it to the world so Vicky, your uh, your little surprise performer for this week that you think could be going on in the next couple of years to just be an absolute force out here. What do you mean, like? Like who's been oh, your like who's? surprise? Oh, I mean, I I totally agree. It, it's been uh, Patrick for sure. Um, he's uh, I mean, uh, he's actually lived with me for years and years ago. And how was that? <laughs> And <laughs> that's that's where Sour Patrick came from. That's so funny. I, hadn't I used that. to go to the store and get him like positive energy tea and just set it <laughs> on his bed and just like just anything I could do to just boost just that poor kid's mood. <laughs> and and that, that just to my point, like I mean, that was when he was even more of a filmer than he was a rider. And I that was actually he was my filmer for Real Moto. No way. Yeah. So and and it was cool because I knew he knew how to film, how to ride. And I was like, you know, the angles, you know, the shots. So I want, I want to do this with you and let's do this together. And, um, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, he's going to do this and watch if next year comes around, like he'll be, you know, competing in it. So, uh, obviously real moto kind of got squashed shortly after, but that was in my mind. And I knew this was going to be his path. It just, I'm just so stoked to see it finally come to the light and, he kind of like had those moments where it was just the pressure was on and it was just a bit too much, but it's just so rad to see like him go try and race supercross now and yeah. start flipping, start doing shows for freestyle. He says he's not a freestyle guy, but that's a lie. Um, but Free it, rider. It, yeah. yeah, he just does it all. So it's that's cool. That's what Twitch told me a long time ago. You're not a racer. You're a free rider. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just cool to see him actually like, have his light shine because i yeah. knew a long time ago that it would that it was coming you just need to turn that frown upside down <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that Do, you know who else has really impressed me as well is, is uh kalani yeah just on a 450 
at yeah. six years old. That's <laughs> I think too, like Kalana just being able to come straight from the Coliseum and racing mm. the the futures thing futures, and coming yep. straight yep. here. Like you know, I was talking with the family and stuff leading up and like asked the question was asked like what needs to be done for him to get ready for this and I'm like nothing. He knows how to jump a dirt bike. Just go focus on the futures and like that racing bike yeah, skill sets yeah. him up. set like sets him up for success with this thing and it's it's proofs in the pudding like the kid just got on a 450 last week and yeah. he, jumped. he rode it once yeah. he, he jumped every single yeah. jump out here before tom p did that's crazy before but tom p could, even geared up but tom p way. could also be could also be his, his dad. granddad <laughs> <laughs> Maybe granddad. Yeah. Uh, i love it well hey we're uh, we're losing light dinner's about ready uh thank you guys for um, you got we got a, we got a special guest that just walked oh, up. We got to bring him in. All right, we can we can. Sorry, Vicky, we don't we mean can to film kick in you the dark. out. That's we, rude. We can film in the dark. Finish my beer here. <laughs> All right, thanks, Vicky. I gotta Vicky. set my beer down. Hold on. Okay. Up. Get in here real quick. Thanks, Vicky. That's fine. Kick me out. Hey, act act, act oh, natural. That's what you Hey, that is instant karma right there. We're chatting, bro. <laughs> you always act natural. Put them headphones on. You got to hear that sweet voice. What's that? What do what? Uh, it it's all right. It just is what it is. Hello, Mr. Baker. Mr. Dream Track. The man, the myth, the legend, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only. Oh. Yeah, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah, no, we can't hear it. It's fine. We'll just we'll just keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, babe. Mr. Jason Baker. Finally, not not <laughs> the full podcast. We will do one here at some point. But uh, this is rad, man. This is obviously my first experience at Red Bull Imagination. I knew this property from homegrown. I saw what you did then. This place has actually been pretty cool. Now that I just think about it, you've really pushed boundaries on the homegrown course that broke the internet and then you've gone and done it again with red bull imagination you've topped it each year so it's pretty special to actually be out at this place and and see more of your handiwork well thank you man it's uh the vibes here and until you're here and you feel it it's it's really indescribable the the whole team that red bull puts together uh, you know tyler and i this is this is a brainchild for us and, and we work on this all year round. Like this isn't like, hey, it's, you know, a couple weeks out. Like we, we've been traveling all year, going and, and you know, selling the brand and, and boosting this thing. And, and just like, he and I are constantly, if you saw our, our social feed back and forth <laughs> to yeah. one another, it's just complete, it's, it's psychotic, the stuff that we look at and think, hey, can we do that and, and whatnot. So it's just, it's just about, it's not pushing limits, but just learning and growing more than anything. I, I don't want to push limits to the point that, um, you know, s safety is my utmost concern. Every one of these guys is, is uh, matters a lot to me. They're my homies. And um, so we, we want to do unique, challenging things, but it, as crazy as it looks, it's not like, hey, let's give this a shot. There's a lot of thought process that he and I put together in, into yeah. this. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a magical place. So what, 
I guess to give people a bit of scope of what goes into this event each year from the Dream Tracks perspective. I'm <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a, a, a lot. Um, I'm already like when we're working, we're already there's hidden gems out there. You know, should we come back? We hope to come back, of course. Um, we're this coming is, back. This is that's right. <laughs> um, you know, this is this is a special place. Um, just, you know, even emotionally for us, you know, some of the, some of the things that we've conquered out here. So we're, when we're working, like there's gems out there already for next year. I, uh, every year, no one, I'm telling on myself, they'll probably see it now, but every year that we've got done, I take his pit bike and when everyone else is up celebrating and drinking beers, I'm riding the course. I did it last year. I find a high spot and I start putting things together and then all throughout reimagining <laughs> and then you know he starts sending me stuff and we start chatting and we just pick up from there so it's it's constantly it's just constant evolution constant change what what can we do better I feel like every year that we've come here we've we've been better because like on my side of things of course the course is the uh the ultimate or the pinnacle of our our you know challenge or or, or week or, or weeks I should say um, but even the infrastructure, you know, what we've done this year, it was very important for Tyler and I, we wanted the, the live crowd to have the best experience possible. So we put that VIP deck literally, literally in the middle of the course. Yeah. These, these guys are going to be, you know, jumping over the, yeah, jumping yeah. over the crowd. And even with the GA audience, we've got the big 140 down there. And when they see him tune up and hear that thing hit click third gear and he just barrels off that thing, like. It's so ex so all the feelings that we've been able to, uh, I guess, provide to the people through the years, just that the, the excitement, the awe, just like so many like positive feelings that people leave here going, man, I've never felt that before. Yeah. We want to share that with the live crowd. So it's, it's all of those things that we put into It's not an accident that it's been this successful. Yeah. And and I think from like a logistical standpoint too i mean what you guys have done here is pretty unprecedented i mean we're on the landing yesterday and you know you're saying there's three supercross tracks in this one landing it's like just the level at which you guys have had to grind to make this place happen i mean it was literally a blank canvas four years ago and <laughs> you know to see where it is now i think even just logistically to pull it off it's just insane the amount of machinery that you guys need the amount of dirt that you move and especially year on year too the way that it changes yeah you're you're right and it's uh you know of, of course jason baker is the the face of dream tracks in my company but man the the team that i have supporting me are the the best guys in the world for me there's great operators out there I, that's i'm not slighting anyone i know there's great operators and a lot of proud operators but the team that i have assembled to do this they are every bit as passionate about it as tyler and myself are and there's just there's there's a camaraderie i mean even between all the other riders not just tyler um but that that level of respect the level of trust every one of my guys are just as passionate as i am and you know there's there's we're all checking each other like mm. and, and when i say that like no one no one is like, I'm not just the final say, like if I've done something and they go, Hey Jay, this looks like it's got a knuckle or a this mm. or that. Like it's, there's no, there's no pride. The pride is success. Yeah. That, that comes it's when like we, a team pride. Uh, it's a team pride that, Hey, we've done the absolute best. So like if, 
if someone sees something that needs to be fixed, we just fix it. That's it's just that way. So that's just the the whole team atmosphere, um, all of that energy, everyone being on the same page. That's what allows us to keep pushing these limits and 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 be successful in the way that we have been. Yeah, and I, you weren't on earlier, but I spoke to this, but you and your whole crew, the 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 amount of trust that I have in you know Jason Baker being the face of Dream Tracks but his whole crew and the communication that we have between each other like <clears throat> I trust these guys with my life and I would like to think that our riding as a group here of all the athletes brings out their best building mm -hmm. and vice versa their their building brings out the best riding in all these athletes like we mentioned this earlier with Vicky like we can go out and session a session with a crew in in the hills and like no one really gets to see that but like the fact that your building brings out we step it outside of our comfort zones and face this all together it brings it's it's where i'm leaning on my team and the team that i've built with jason and the, that relationship is like something that you can't really put into words and it's really just something special that was something that we've created and and we are just scratching the surface with this thing the if you could hear me and this guy's <laughs> 3 a.m conversations when we're traveling and like we just can't shut our brains off on yeah. ideas and things for this event it's it goes on and on and on and on and that's the beauty of it imagination is creation and if you don't have that creation mindset without it to, to build that imagination then then there's nothing so yeah. like there's there's no blueprint for us we literally get together we start have a say say that course out there the course is 10 square acres give or take like don't know the number but you pick a couple key features that you want to change and move and, and, and start with. And then once that starts coming with the three super cross tracks and one landing, yeah. then all of a sudden you have 30 options to one jump, yeah. you know, things just start the, your own imagination starts growing, building and speaking to you in a sense of when yeah. these guys are out there building that it just comes to you. And, and that's case in point the what you see out there in that, that course this year, it's, it's, <laughs> it's super funny. We've been saying this all week, but if BMX dirt mm. had diarrhea <laughs> and the diarrhea hardened on the ground as a skate park for dirt bikes, yeah, yeah. welcome to Red Bull imagination, baby. <laughs> so what, what we've created out there and, and the way that we've talked and, and I guess going back to like last year where we you know it's individual runs with with me versus you right so we have all these runs and it kind of puts the riders and the athletes back in a box we're free riders because we were tired of being in the box of racing or freestyle or whatever mm. it may be that that contest day more or less put us back in a box it's me versus you so last year i had a line that i wanted to do and i accomplished this line same with axel in 35 mile an hour crosswinds like yeah that was axel wild. axel got one point on me and he took the lead after the first run and i completed the run that i had in my head and i don't 
do tricks. Simplicity is key for me, and that's what's gotten me to where I am. So I don't feel like I have to do that to yeah, stand yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I completed this line in my head, and that I had set out to do. I I accomplished it. So then after that, I kind of basically going into the second run that we had, I said, "Good job, Axel. Like yeah. you crushed it. You beat me." But let's go take this second run together. Yeah. And go put on a show for the people that are here and pick the jumps that we can hit based on the wind direction and what is is capable with what we're given. Yeah. And that just sparked such an idea for me of like that Thursday night when I hit the big jump, being able to bottle that feeling and what free riding truly embodies is something special to me and the fact that we were able to do that me and axel together it's more in my eyes a proof of concept for myself yeah of the way i see this thing going and it doesn't free riding is not a contest like the best writing and all this stuff comes from us feeding off of each other and pushing each other to progress each other and face each other's fears and it's a friends or family we are a big family here and we're pushing each other to get over these obstacles that are scaring us and there's something to be said about facing your fears every day so the fact that me and axel were able to do that and that was a proof of concept to prove to myself like like light bulbs go off in your head like oh yeah we're on to something here yeah and then this year going into this event and having still you know the espn show and having to make it make sense to the average joe sitting on the couch that happens to stumble upon an espn show of red bull imagination like red bull imagination what the fuck is that yeah you know what i mean um but how to tell this story tell our story of what we're trying to get across of what makes a free rider and all these categories and all these things it's it's just something really cool that we've worked as a massive team and we've leaned on our team together to basically bring our role all to the table to then create something really cool and unique and the fact that we've done this team vibe this year like i'm gonna be honest going into the this year with all these talks of these changes it was very stressful on me because i hadn't seen the course there was no blueprint for the course i'm trying to be able to mentally wrap my head around how do we tell this story of all these different categories and so many more moving parts it's to the point of if it's an individual run and a contest run or a skate park run, whatever you want to call it, through the course, that's a little more easier to tell that story. Like you have this course, yeah, go put your line are, together. Like, used to it. Yeah, yeah. And now now it's on us to be able to tell the story of what free riding means to us. And the fact that going into it it was it was I was stressed out to say the least a little bit. Like how do we tell this story? And then now, once fast forward here this week and, and we get here and we implement all these changes and everyone responded to it so freaking well. It yeah. was insane. And everybody took their role and know what they could bring to their to the table for their team. And everybody's took that and ran with it. And the vibe that we get all week, we're now taking into Saturday, which was our goal. And everyone has their role and can know what they can do to get to bring to the table to have the bragging rights to beat your other team respect the team but no one loses in this whole situation like i said earlier like yeah. 
we all win by being able to ride this masterpiece that the Dream Tracks crew has created. So, so far it's been insane. My stress levels have gone down on how we can tell this story because yeah. it's naturally unfolding and telling itself. And the way that we got here and the way that this has gone has exceeded any of my intentions to it all. And we're going into Saturday fired up. No one's beat down, bruised and battered and, and stressed out because now we got to remember the line that we're going to put down on this course. We get to go compete against each other, the other team, but together to bring our strengths to this our respective teams, which is really, really cool format. And to top all that off, we get to do the contest on the contest side. And the old K-Dubs Kingdom side is now a separate, whole separate course. And I'm speaking for me and him here. The nuts and bolts for this whole thing is that side for me and him. Like, we can basically show that as our proof of concept of how yeah, we see it. Yeah. This The freestyle shows and all this these things that are happening now. Like, how can you not have a free ride demo yeah, yeah, to, to bottle those one. feelings of watching us hit jumps for the first time and like being scared and overcoming your fears like that if you could bottle that up and distribute it to the world like that's it that's the nuts and bolts right there and you don't have to have a contest on it we all win together yeah you know what i mean so we're just scratching the surface with this thing and uh yeah i think we're on to something and, and we're just getting started i can tell you that well I'm pumped to be out here, and uh, we're doing iPhone lights now, so I think that's just <laughs> time to wrap. I, wrap I actually up. texted Steven over here for uh, one of the helpers for E3. He's provided a lot of heavy artillery out here for us to shoot <laughs> on the on the range, and with this whole thing in the, in the La Roaches and the E3 Foundation and the ranch here and everything they have going on, they open their doors to all of us to stay here. And they provide an experience. That's yeah. one thing that we want We want to do with this. Like, there's rolling hills and elevation all over the world. Like this formula, you yeah, can but there ain't it, no. But E3 this is not. There's right. nothing. Yeah. You cannot emulate this agree. vibe anywhere else. So if it does move around, like this is there. There's something like I mentioned earlier to him that we're not ever leaving this place. Yeah. No matter <laughs> yeah. what it is, if this event moves, and and we're not, I'm coming back here with <laughs> yeah. him. By ourselves, you know what I mean. <laughs> and me, I, and, I, I will and, be. I will be here. And Wes, and, uh, and Mr. Westicle Williams. <laughs> well, boys, I'm fired up for tomorrow, yeah. and um, we got to do this properly. Three hours, we got to get get it in. So next time you're in Cali building some shit, then uh, we'll get you in the studio, mate, because there's a lot to uncover. Mm. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is just an introduction. Yeah. I've I've got plenty to. <laughs> Plenty, so, plenty to tell. I actually sure. think it's worthwhile that uh, JC go to Florida. He owns this place called Moto Sandbox. Oh, it's okay. a really nice facility. Mm. Well, I need to train for work. How about events, we do so. both? Let's Dude, do both. Let's do both. both. Yeah, damn. <laughs> damn, sounds good. Open right. invitation, bro. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for tuning in. Uh, this has been Gypsy Tales from Red Bull Imagination. Tyler, thanks for being a psycho. Jason, thanks for agreeing to build what this psycho <laughs> has <laughs> said that, that he thinks uh, you can hit. And... Uh, yeah, it's awesome, guys. It's really, this is a special event. It's a uh, special group of people, and I'm stoked to be a part of it. We're stoked to finally have you. Hell yeah. Thank Glad you. to have you, bud. Thank you, COVID, for fucking off so you can finally come out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Saturday. <laughs> See you guys Saturday. Thanks, boys. Hell yeah.